Alright, welcome back to the Role Players Podcast. I'm by myself today. This is Christian from the Role Players. Um, I'm going to be talking about the Nets once again. A few days have passed. We've had a couple games. Had two games with the Big Three and one with just Kyrie and Harden. There's going to be a lot to talk about. Mainly two points. I'm going to be talking about um, Mike D'Antoni's coaching and their need of a big man. Need of a big man is tremendous. But before that, I'm going to go and talk about how uh, the Big Three has been working out so far. Okay, so starting off with the Big Three. KD, Kyrie, Harden, they look amazing. They're playing decent together. They don't have much practice time, so the chemistry, you can tell, isn't there fully. But they've been playing all right. And it's kind of weird that um they play better with only two out of the three sometimes. Because KD and Harden play really well together. And KD and Kyrie are amazing too. But when you mix those three, it's almost like it, it overlaps and it kind of stalls the offense. But they can all score at will. They just need the defense. Defensive presence is lackluster on this team. And it's terrible. Because uh, you can't outscore every team in the playoffs because it's going to be more of a half-court system. And the half-court system is going to break down that defense terribly whenever they get to the playoffs, especially with half-court big men that are just running plays. Like uh, Embiid, for example, if Philly and Nets match up in the in one of the playoff series, it could be a real problem if they don't get a big man soon. And now I'm going to speak on Mike D'Antoni's coaching a little bit because Steve Nash is not coaching this team one bit. He's relying heavily on D'Antoni, especially ever since Harden got there. But uh, the Nets Heat game, so I'm going to talk about specifically the one that happened two days ago from this specific recording. The other Nets Heat game will already have passed by now. But um, Bam Adebayo had a 42-point career high against the Nets. And that just goes to show the big man issue. And uh, during one of these stretches, they went small ball with the exception of KD. But we've seen the small ball with the exception of KD and Golden State. But Golden State has way better shooters, way better pure shooters, I'll say, than the Nets. The Nets really only have one pure shooter in Joe Harris. And that, uh, he's been working out for them, all right. But they need more than that. It just is painfully obvious. But uh, DeAndre Jordan and Jeff Green cannot hold Bam out of bio at all. And Bam could be one of the best centers in the league. He may be one right now. But ultimately, when they run into, like, Embiid in the playoffs or any other big man, even Drummond, as we saw, or even any big man that has a shot in it or is, like, a bully ball, I'm a dunk on you type center, that's going to be a problem for them in the playoffs or any regular season game. It may hold them to, like, a five seed instead of like a one or two seed which this team should be on paper so Mike D'Antoni went small and it it didn't work out the Heat were very close to winning this game still and it's not acceptable for how much talent you have on that roster it's all three roster spots left so they could fill out the, uh, the spots with defense maybe a good big man but um, 
it's steam it's a little rocky i can't lie this this one last little statement about the big man and the, just the defense as a whole Harden mentioned in a post interview that their problem isn't offense it's just it's defense mainly because they haven't had any practices together other than like one or two all together as a whole team and uh, they just said that they're they feel like they're on the island and their communication isn't there yet so once they get the communication there I feel like they could be a pretty decent defensive team Katie's decent at defense Harden is underrated but he's not an elite defender he can be though I can't lie he can be but they did have 70 then he that he had 70 points in the paint against them the other night which is insane it is absurd that's like the 90s deadline who scores 70 points in the paint anymore most of them comes from the threes I'm gonna move on to uh, Kyrie and Harden because I was a little skeptical about Kyrie and Harden playing together and with Harden coming back before Kyrie did he looked like the true point guard and I believe he still is no matter where you put him he's getting the most assist and Kyrie is now leaning on scoring more than ever so it makes sense that Harden is taking a lesser role he's not scoring nearly as much but he's passing away more he just wants to do what he needs to do to make them win that's ultimately Harden's goal this season is to just win a chip he wants to win now after not being able to win anything in Houston after all those years but uh, Kyrie and Harden do look good together and Kyrie's play calls on the court he is constantly moving around he's instructing where to go so he he saw that point guard mentality it's just he's a scorer now he just established that scoring presence more than the playmaking and having Harden there for the playmaking makes it easier on Kyrie just to handle the ball drive in get a layup get a three and do anything he wants basically the way KD factors into that is KD is KD he's gonna score at least 20 to 27 on any given night sometimes I don't even feel like he's scoring 42 he had like a 42 point game the other night and it didn't feel like it all right now I'm gonna talk about more of the rotation aspect so they uh the first game with Harden there they played Harden point Joe Harris uh, shooting guard Katie at the small Jeff Green at the four and then DeAndre at the center and this this lineup works it has shooters as drivers as kickouts and it has a, a post presence even though it's not the post presence is not the first thing that jumps out at you but that lineup it works and Bruce Brown I think got at least 20 minutes for those games where it's just Katie and Harden and that works too because Bruce Brown is an elite defender and he needs to be on the court as much as possible to hold them accountable for the points that they give up. With Bruce Brown on the floor, they don't give up nearly as many points and it just the offense flows and the defense flows a lot better. He had like a 15-14 game, 15 points, 14 rebounds. And they won that game by, a, I think, a pretty comfortable cushion, if I remember. It may not have been because they've been squeaking away some of these teams. But that's what this offense, that's what this team as a whole relies on, mainly just pure scoring. And pure scoring can get you past most teams in the regular season. But when it comes to the postseason, that, that plan may fall. But uh, I, be, I believe they're, they're going to get on the right track. There's been some trade rumors. I'm kind of just trembling on, so just bear with me. But 
there has been some trade rumors for uh, JaVale McGee. And I think I just scrolled through Instagram recently and there was one for Kevin Love on one Instagram. And that Kevin Love, I don't know if they truly need Kevin, but JaVale McGee will be an amazing signing for them just to have that that post presence because JaVale plays with 100% energy all the time. And they need that because DeAndre is, he's a good player, but he's not a starting caliber center anymore. He can come off the bench, maybe get you a couple blocks, a couple rebounds, and then sit him. But having JaVale as your starting center would mean that that rim is going to be protected a lot more than DeAndre protects it right now. And JaVale's having a pretty decent season. He's not playing as much in Cleveland. But from what I've seen from his highlights, he's doing some wild things. He's bringing the ball up. He's going behind the back. I don't know. He's doing some wild things, and they can need they could use that. He'd probably play even lesser dribble role because JaVale technically shouldn't be dribbling the ball. But just having a person that Harden can lob up to. Because Harden's lethal on the lobs and pick and rolls with centers. So having that would ensure them even more for the playoffs in the postseason. This team is kind of split in two. It's Katie, Kyrie, and then Harden and DeAndre at the moment. Harden and DeAndre are really good for lobs and pick and rolls because Harden just knows how to find the big man. It's something he didn't do last season because Mike D'Antoni went small and that got him bounced out the playoffs. And so you can't really lob up to anybody on that team other than Westbrook, really. There's probably some other, I don't want to say lob threats, but lob threats in that roster that I don't know about because I wasn't really interested in the Rockets season. But um, Harden makes centers, any average center look elite whenever he's throwing lobs to them, as long as the center can get there, I'll say. And then Katie and Kyrie, Katie is one of the best players in the league. He's either first or second, I believe on anybody's uh, current season. Um, and Kyrie is, Kyrie's Kyrie too. Can't take that away from him. He's a scorer. He's a passer. He's everything. So Katie and Kyrie already have chemistry. Katie and Harden do too. The Kyrie Harden duo needs to build. But with this team split in two, that means most of the points are going to come from Katie and Kyrie solely. Because Harden, he's not taking nearly as many shots. He's passing. He's making sure everybody's involved. He's turning the ball over a little bit, but he's, he's talked about that. He's going to work on it. The team as a whole is turning the ball over a lot. But, uh, Katie and Kyrie are, are a really good duo together. Having the trio is... I, I wouldn't even call it a trio at this point. It's, it's two separate duos. Two separate duos could go really far. But the Harden and DeAndre duo relies on DeAndre catching the lob and just being aggressive in the paint and that's something he can do but this season hasn't been the best showing for him for that and that's that's gonna tear them apart but with these trade rumors going around about JaVale and maybe Kevin Love I believe only players that the the Cavs have untouchable for a big man anyway is Jerry Allen 
which was a big loss for the Nets and something that they needed because Jared Allen can stop some of the big name centers in the league because he did that for like a three game stretch uh, a couple weeks ago for the Nets. To wrap this up, uh, do I have them winning the chip this season? No. No, I don't. I still have the Lakers. The Lakers have the most depth in the league. I don't know how their season is going. I've heard AD's been slumping a little bit, but he's had some, I think a couple 30-point games. He's had some He's had some bright moments in the season, so I think he'll pull through. I think LeBron will pull through. I think they're easily going to get at least to the finals if they don't win the chip, but I believe they're still the favorites. The next roster can get to the finals. The next roster, I don't believe, is complete. I think we still have at least one to three more trades with them left to go for this roster to be completely filled out and still keep their big three intact because I believe they wouldn't have kept the big three initially if they were going to trade Kyrie already. Kyrie Harden swap would have already been done if they were going to get rid of one of the players. So, all in all, this Nets roster is uh, it's full of talent. The talent to get out of the East may not be there right now, other than those three individuals. The depth still needs to be there. But once the roster is filled out, I think they could. But as of the moment, I'll still take the Lakers to win the chip. For who's coming out of the East at the moment, I think Philadelphia will at uh, this current recording. Once the roster's foot out, I'll take the Nets. But for right now, I believe it could be a Lakers versus Philadelphia Finals. I know Philadelphia has a bad coaching rep, but Doc Rivers is over there now. He's doing pretty good. And he has them looking real nice. He has them looking like a Finals team, which they should be, which they should have been for these past I'll say three years. They should have been in the finals. All in all, Mike D'Antoni's coaching needs an update. They need a big man. And they need to fill out their roster spots with defense. All right, that'll be it for the Role Players Podcast. I'm Christian Reed. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and hit the share button. And we'll see you on the next episode.